Hi there, obedient person. This year for the holidays, you'll get to enjoy some special restrictions to help you replace the Christmas spirit with the spirit of communism. It's beginning to look a lot like communism everywhere you go. This Christmas, it's not that you can't enjoy your family, it's just that you get to enjoy your family in different ways. The ways that we tell you, you can enjoy your own family. I'm not coming home this year, Mom. I've been ordered to stay at home. I probably won't see you before you die. Merry Christmas. That felt good. It's enjoyable to do my part. Your year of dedicated obedience to tyrannical governors is helping replace the normal joy of the holiday spirit with the increased joy of lockdown-related blessings, like increased depression, suicides, child abuse, domestic abuse, overdoses, unemployment, bankruptcies, and starvation. You should be proud of your obedience because it helped you contribute to these things. Warms my heart. Furthermore, this year the holidays are just gonna be different. Instead of getting together with your friends and family in person and risking the transmission of joy, love, and connection, you are to practice socialism distancing. Tis the season to have unconstitutional authoritarian rules dictate what you can do. Would you like to be told you can't leave your own home? Told what you can and cannot do in your own home? And told that you can't celebrate Christmas? Well, this year, you are being told these things. And you can do all your holiday shopping nationally with Amazon, as all local businesses have been exterminated. But in reality, you probably don't have any more money left to tithe to Amazon, as we've helped you achieve poverty slash social equality. So instead of exchanging gifts, exchange glances of hunger pains with your loved ones, because you don't have money to buy food either. Ooh, looks like you'll need more government because of what the government did to you, so you can have some government handouts. Be sure to keep voting communism slash blue in the next election, so we can continue protecting you from what we're doing to you. In exchange for your vote, we'll let you think your vote counts. Hey kids, you're in luck, because the world's most trusted doctor has personally given Santa the shot. So if you don't get any presents, it's either because Santa's having an adverse reaction, or it's because your parents were obedient enough to protect your family from income this year. Just look at this lovely holiday photo of my family and I enjoying the communism holiday. Put a mask on that kid now. Now that's better than how it used to be, isn't it? AOC's making a blacklist and she's checking it twice. Wouldn't it be a grand holiday treat if she can get all Trump supporters thrown in prison slash concentration camps? That way our democracy would be completely protected from freedom. For an what is going on, my friends? Hope you're doing good. Happy day after Christmas. I hope you had a lot of fun. All right, let's get back into the war. We are in an ideological war, and you need to be ready to fight it. You need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, be strong in Him. we got to fight this thing. What I mean by that right now is we've got to fight this thing ideologically. We need to speak the things that need to be spoken. We need to do the things that need to be done. All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. Most of us have heard about this. Obviously, probably not most of us, but all of us. President uh, Trump, and I hate to even, I don't even want to read the next three words, and President whatever have both been briefed 
in on the Nashville bombing. Now, just back to me real quick. I want everybody to know with this, I'm not going to report a whole bunch of stuff yet. I'm not even going to put out the name of the suspect because I don't want an Atlanta bombing the guy like was done to the Atlanta bombing suspect. I'm purposely not putting his name out either. The thing, you know, way back in the day, the, the Olympic bombing thing. So I don't want, I just don't want to put any of that stuff out. So that was a Lynn Wood case, by the way, the guy, that guy where it was supposed to be anyway, but I'm not doing a whole lot of things yet with this. I mean, and I'm not going to jump the gun and say that it's this and say that it's that and look stupid a day from now. I'm waiting, gathering information. I might be late. I'd rather be late and right than to put out a bunch of false information that ends up being wrong. So I'm just not going to do it. Just play that video for me, guys. Just want to put it out there so everyone gets context of what it looks like in Nashville right now. There you go. This was a pretty severe deal. This wasn't an Antifa firecracker, you know, Roman candle going off. Something. This is. This is. I'm just telling you right now. This is insidious. There's more to it than meets the eye. You know, it was purposely, in my opinion, purposely done on Christmas Day. There was warnings being put out allegedly by the. There's differing opinions about whether it was an actual, the bombs are in the RV. There's missile rumors, all sorts of things. They've got a suspect, a person of interest, so to speak, and out, out of the RV that the uh, explosive material allegedly was in or possibly was in. There was warnings to get off the streets. This was done on purpose. It was done to, to actually not kill a lot of people. AT&T was taken out. 9-11 was taken out. Who knows what's going on? We will find out. We will gather as much information as we possibly can. I can tell you this, that if it turns out something's really hot, I'll get right on it. As much as I'm allowed to be on media, I'll be on any media I can get on and get out as much information as I can to you. Right now, there's just not a whole lot coming out of it yet. I know there's a lot of information about it, but I'm talking about facts. I'm not going to report it unless it's been verified. And I don't mean verified by CNN. I use a lot of different sources, Federalists, gateway pundit things like that that i use red you know red state different conservative sites uh newsmax own i still look you know depending on which fox host it is i boycotted 80 percent of fox but still watch hannity and i still watch uh, tucker still watch jesse waters i'm watching those reports we'll see how it goes all right rodney howard brown tweet love this video one horse pony he asked question mark listen to the video real quick make sure it's up loud guys because it's hard to hear fox news oh, hang on don't play Merry it yet Christmas, i was everybody. reading still Thank back you. to the back to the tweet back to the tweet there we go well back to me that's cool or back to the well bring it back to the tweet if you can there you go all right fox news peter Ducey, mr president-elect do you still think the stories about your son hunter were russian disinformation remember what they were putting pushing out was you had this you know the the ipad or not the iPad, the laptop. And there's actually, there's not just one laptop that was there. There's actually three. They've only been reported on one, but there's actually three laptops were there. But I digress for just a moment. We'll get into that some other time. But there was a laptop that was there. There's no way it, Hunter was filmed going in. Hunter signed for it. And Biden being the absolute huckster liar that he's always been, always. And I've run the video here more than once. You know, but he, he was his 1988 presidential run was absolutely destroyed by his own bold-faced lies the man is an absolute empty suit lying sack of crap that's what he is so when that came out you have hunter turn it in on video hunter signed for it hunter's attorney called and asked for hunter's laptop back those are all facts absolute facts and then you have the president-elect 
pushing out that it was Russian disinformation. All right, so Peter Ducey ended up questioning about it. He's the only one asking Biden any real questions during any of these alleged press conferences. Play it for me. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. God love you, man. You, you're a one-horse pony. I tell you. Thank you. Thank you. I promise you, my Justice Department will be totally on its own making its judgments about how they should proceed. Thank you. All right, the man is mentally incompetent. One-horse pony. He meant one-trick pony, obviously. But he, it, even in the midst of all this, like I just told you, Hunter dropped off the laptop on video. Hunter signed for the laptop. Hunter's attorney called the shop and asked for Hunter's laptop back. And here you have the president-elect with this goofy insignia behind the office of the president-elect. I mean, could it be any more blatantly obvious that this is just a giant propaganda scheme to, you know, just keep gaslighting? Come on, office, everybody say it with me. Office of president-elect, office of the president-elect, office of the president-elect. And, you know, Chris Wallace correcting somebody who calls him the former vice president. It's the, it's the president-elect. It's gaslighting. It's Goebbels media. But anyway, so you have, it's absolutely Hunter's laptop. And here's this guy allegedly ascends to the highest office in the land and is asked point blank, is this still, do you still consider this Russian disinformation? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, how can you be such a blatant liar? And here's the thing I want you to know. Remember, we're not dealing with people. These are not moral people. These are not people that have actual cogent thoughts. These are people that it's absolutely fine to butcher the unborn. You need to remember that. You, you know, you need to remember that these people, they, they look at a picture. I actually downloaded one. I forgot to put it on there. If you guys can find that for me, it's on there. I found a picture of the unborn, a picture of the unborn that I sent to you guys. I don't know if it's there or not. I forgot to get it for you. That's my fault. But these are the people that you pull up pictures of the, uh, the unborn, you know, on, you know, you, all you do is just put, you know, on duck, duck, go. There it is down there, guys. Put that up there. There you go. For them, remember, this, these are the people, when you're talking to Joe Biden, you guys can leave that up there. When you're talking to Joe Biden, when you're talking to Kamala Harris, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, that right there is perfectly, perfectly allowed to be killed. Absolutely fine. Those are the people that you're talking to. How seriously do you take people who think that it's perfectly fine to suck that baby out of the womb piece by bloody piece? How serious can you take them? All right, that's why you can bring it back to me. That's why, keep that picture handy. I may use that again. Keep it handy. That is why when you see this, when, when, you at, when someone, just Peter Ducey, asks Joe Biden a question, do you consider it to be Russian, Russian disinformation? Biden absolutely knows that's a bold-faced lie, but this, this is a guy who thinks it's perfectly fine to butcher the unborn, to pull that baby out limb from bloody limb. Actually, partial birth abortion, just fast forward that baby picture, six, seven months. It's absolutely fine to take that baby in the womb, spin it around while it's coming out of the mother, to feed her outside the womb, upside down, to put the baby upside down, deliver it breach on purpose, take a pair of scissors, pierce the back of its skull, and vacuum its brains out. Those are, that's Joe Biden. That, that's Kamala Harris. That's the Democratic Party. It's Hillary Clinton. That's, that's Bill Clinton. That's the friendly Democrats. There are there. Listen, anybody who is pro pro choice, pro death, pro abortion is not a friendly human being, nor are they Christians. None. Zero. No, you can't say that. Don't be judgmental. I'll absolutely can judge that. 
It's in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 20. A murderer will not inherit the kingdom of God. I warn you now, as I've warned you before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. All right, Benny Tweet. All right, we're going to have uh, sheriffs. Here we are, we're vacillating back and forth tonight, as always, between COVID and fraud. We're going to have sheriff's deputies, get this now, go to the home or the hotel of every single traveler coming in from the UK. And like I've been saying for a long time now, Christians who quarantine, Christians who close your churches, are you ready to repent yet? Are you ready to repent? Or are you just going to keep on holding on? You're going to keep on saying that, that, we did, that, that this was all about flattening the curve. As we're two, I don't know, 290 something days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Are you still holding on? There's many churches in this area have now reclosed. And right, and, and right where I'm at right now, where you absolutely do not have to be closed at all. Rodney Howard Brown got arrested and freed the entire state. So Rodney Howard Brown got arrested. One day later, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, said that, you know what? Churches are essential. We're done here. Easy peasy in Florida. And all the rest of the pastors could have used what Rodney Howard Brown did and kept themselves free everywhere else and had federal lawsuits with the Liberty Council. Rodney Howard Brown hired the Liberty Council. Or they came to him. I don't know how that worked out. But anyway, so here we are, 290-something days into 14 days to flatten the curve. And you have Bill de Blasio saying, we're going to send deputy sheriffs to every home of every single traveler coming here from the UK. Are you happy with yourself, Christians? And, and you see, I still see the propaganda spewed out by my favorite. I'm not, I, don't, I, I might name names, I don't know. But by my favorite conservative commentators. See, my favorite preachers, Rodney Iyer Brown, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, they never say it because they're not, they, they're not going to sit and lie from the pulpit. They wouldn't lie anywhere, but they wouldn't lie from the pulpit for sure. So but my favorite conservative pundits still put out 300,000 deaths. It's not accurate, not remotely accurate. I'll show you another story coming out of Minnesota today that up to 40% of their death count is, this is not from, the, it's not from a conservative side. It's not from the top of my head. This is in mainstream news that up to 40% of their death count is wrong. And still the, the top of the line guys in conservative, in conservative punditry are still espousing. No, why, why won't a conservative look into the death count when it comes to the COVID? You know why? Because they're afraid they'll get taken down. They're afraid they'll get taken down off of Facebook. Afraid they'll get taken down off of Twitter. Afraid they'll lose their jobs. That's differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. You speak the truth. No matter what the consequence, you speak the truth. That's what you do. But they won't even discuss it. And see, this propagates, this gives them, when you give them people like de Blasio, Cuomo, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, you give them legitimacy by talking their talk. When you say, well, you know, open up, open up the country. I hear people saying that all the time. And then they say, we can open safely. Why? You just espouse their lie. The devil is the father of lies. The devil's native language is lying. John chapter 8, 44 and 45. And you just espoused his lies. They're lies. You open and say, well, that doesn't sound so bad, Tom, open safely. Then you're acknowledging that there's something, something to open safely from. There's not. There's not anything. There's nothing. Yes, there is, Tom. We got all these people. Yes, people have died of COVID. About 6% of the 300,000 that they named have died exclusively of COVID. That's why the total death count coming from Dr. Samadhi, 
coming from Johns Hopkins University, a bastion of, a bastion of conservative, conservatism that Johns Hopkins is, sarcasm included there, both put out, there's no excess deaths. 2.5 million people have died in the U.S. so far this year. 2.5 million. 2.9. We only got what? What is it? 26. We got five days left. So that was in late November. So you probably had two. There's about 260,000 people a month die in the United States. People die. So if you add that on there, then you'll have about what we have every year between 2.8 and 2.9 million deaths per year, which is what we're going to have this year. There's no extra 300,000. Well, how can that be, Tom? That's not what the media, the media bold-faced lies. Try, quit trying to make it more complicated than it is or more deeper spiritual than it is. It's not, they just lie. They're liars. They just make it up. Well, is it for clickbait? No, they're corrupt. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable works. There is not one that doeth good. Psalm chapter 14, verse 1. If you, if they, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of being smart. Knowledge of the Holy One is understanding, right? Proverbs 12, 14, Proverbs 14, 12, right? So if you don't fear the Lord, you have zero wisdom. These people are liars. Their father is the devil. You know, why would they do this? To usher in their political agenda, which is globalism, a new world order, communism, and socialism. Why would an American want that? Because they're deceived. They think they're going to hold on to America. They will, they will tell you that we want to, it's like J.P. JP Sears just said sarcastically a minute ago, is that we're going to hold on our democracy by ushering in socialism. You're like, how does that make sense? It doesn't. There's no way to make sense out of the nonsensical. So here we are, back to de Blasio, the worst mayor in the history of New York. Hundreds of thousands of people are leaving. Garbage is stacked up on the streets. Listen to a story by Rodney Howard Brown. He was talking about, he's relating it from a friend of his. During the summertime, uh, on the streets of New York, the bums are all over the place. The homeless are everywhere, pooping all over the street. And the sidewalks are so hot, it fries the poop. So you're sitting there, having to eat outdoors, under the smell of frying human feces. That's Bill de Blasio's New York. But here's what he's going to do with all UK travelers coming to New York. Play for me. So let's talk about the holidays and what you have to do, uh, first of all, I'm going to say it again. I know our health commissioner will say it a thousand times as well. If you don't have to travel, do not travel. Just cancel your travel plans. Stay local. Stay safe. If you're doing any kind of gathering, keep it very small. Keep it very safe. Practice distancing. Wear masks. One more time. We are in the final battle here. So all you have to do is get through these holidays. I believe through January it's still going to be tough. I'm very hopeful that February we're going to start to see real, real improvement, especially because the vaccine will be distributed more every day. So this is one last push, one last sacrifice, and then next year we get to bring back our traditions and gather again as we take each step to make ourselves safe. But to make sure that people understand we have to have tough rules, especially if you do choose to travel, the state has very clear rules. If you travel, yes, there is a way to test while you're away and test when you come back and come out of the quarantine, but otherwise you are quarantining. That is the state law. And we will make sure that that quarantine is upheld. This is gonna be the busiest travel time of the year when you think about all these days up through New Year's, intensive travel time. We need people not to travel, but if they do, we're going to be very, very stringent about the rules. So first of all, for folks coming in from the United Kingdom, uh, we will have a new approach. 
given this new strain we're seeing there. Effective immediately, all travelers, literally every single traveler coming in from the United Kingdom will receive a Department of Health Commissioner's order directing them to quarantine. This will be a personal and direct order to every single one of them telling them they must quarantine. And that will be given to all travelers beyond just those, I want to be clear, beyond anyone coming in just from the UK. Every traveler who comes into the city that we identify as someone coming into the city or coming back to the city will also receive that Department of Health Commissioner's order. Now, that will go out through certified mail, so it will be going right to where people live, right to where they're staying. It's going to be confirmed they got it, and then people are going to be held responsible for following the quarantine. But specifically for folks coming in from the UK, given that particular concern, we are going to have sheriff's deputies go to the home or the hotel of every single traveler coming in from the UK. So when they arrive at the airport, they're going to have to fill out the form notifying us that they are coming into New York City. Uh, we're going to provide them with Thank that commissioner's order. Uh, Bill de Blasio is obviously is an espoused communist. We all know that. He's raised in communism. He is a communist. Uh, Bill de Blasio is his name. I can't remember his other one, but it's not his real name. He changed his name to Bill de Blasio. But anyway, how, how's that sound? Uh, you know what? They, they're going to send somebody. Every, every single traveler will have at 290-something days into 14 days to flatten the curve. You have the New York mayor sending cops to every traveler's house. How's that going for you, Christian? Remember when you said, you're like, Tom, again, why do you always pick on Christians? Because judgment starts at the house of God, from whom much is given, much is demanded. That's 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. That's Luke chapter 12, verse 48. You never should have closed or quarantined. These guys like this, now I know this may sound, I don't know another way to put it. And I'm not trying to sound gross or sexual in nature. I'm just telling you, these guys like Bill de Blasio, get off on this stuff. They love it. Look, he is in his absolute dream scenario. He loves every minute of it. He gets a, you will check in. If we, we are going to be enforcing this, we are sending cops to your house. We will give you a mandate. You will receive a, you will sign in. You, this commissar, this is exact. This Bill de Blasio is living his dream. And again, some of you are going, why would anybody dream that? Don't try to put it in the context of a mind that fears God. This is a man. Put that picture back up of the baby. There you go. Put it up there. There you go. Right there. This is a guy, again, who will happily kill this child. He doesn't care. He gets off on control. He'll kill that baby at that state right there. He'll kill that baby when it's coming out of the womb. He'll kill that baby in the birth canal. He'll kill that baby after it's born alive. That's how these people are. You can bring it back to me. That's how they are. Understand that. And all the capitulating, ankle-grabbing pastors, and you're still closing your churches, these are the people. These are your Pied Pipers. This is who you are following. Well, no, there's lots of Christians out there. They're idiots. Anybody who follows any, a person like Bill de Blasio, Andrew Cuomo, Deborah Burks, who just got snagged herself, violating her own COVID rules, which we'll go over later. You are following moronic fools. I don't care if they're in the church or out of the church. Understand that. All right, Michelle Malkin tweet. Um, men, 
<laughs> I love the start of that. You might want to read the last line of this article before you roll up your sleeves for the COVID jab. Read Everybody with me now. Read that bottom line. This is about a study of the effects of the COVID. This is what you have to sign up for, for this vaccine study. For the, for the Pfizer, BioNTech, BioNTech uh, vaccine. If you want to sign up for this study, here's what you got to do. To protect fertility, some men may want to consider freezing their sperm prior to vaccination. The WTF, for the record, was not mine. I did not put that in there. Once again, I did not put that in there. Once again, I did not put that in there. So don't send me anything. I wouldn't put what, you know, what the bleep on my own stuff. That's just what the article had on it. But if you want to be part of this study to take the BioNTech Pfizer vaccine, you might want to freeze your sperm first. But don't you worry. Don't worry. Pastors, Christians, it's all about your health. Strap that mask on. Get yourself controlled and distanced. Follow all these people. Just make make sure that if you take that vaccine, you might want to freeze your sperm first. I don't even know how you do that. Don't even want to know how you do that. How many, I mean, how simple, I I look at all these pictures, uh, whether they're friends, relatives of people taking this this vaccine, you are fools, fools. Oh, Tom, they may force you. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. You try to force me to take that vaccine, I will give you a vaccination of lead. Simple as that. So let me read you this. You think all this stuff, it's all about our health, right? It's all about our health. Well, let's look. Who is Bill Gates? Um, This is from RFK Jr. Pull it up on his website. He's the guy who unreportedly added a sterilization formula to every single vaccine for the last 10 years. And the World Health Organization, get ready, get ready. Oh, this is right wing. This conspiracy. Oh, really? Had the World Health Organization had to admit it in court. Facts. From Robert F. Kennedy, Robert uh, RFK Jr. Children's Health Defense regarding Bill Gates Labs. Independent labs have found the ster- sterility formula in every vaccine tested. Oh, co- what a coincidence! That there's, you can be sterile, sterile if you actually put, if you actually take this vaccine. Oh, well, that's just for men. Put up the next slide for me, guys. Oh, really? Now that's my circle right there. Notice the pretty blue. It must be absolutely ruled out that a vaccine against SARS-CoV-2 could trigger an immune reaction against whatever that is, as otherwise infertility of indefinite duration could result in vaccinated women. Whoops! Might not want to take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just happened to cancel their entire program in Australia. Why? Because people are turning up HIV positive, according to that. Now, that's you. Please pull it up. You think I'm a conspiracy theorist? Please pull it. Just type it in. They said it was false positives. Okay, that's the same people that are telling you that are the same ones who are counting Biden votes. They're a bunch of liars. Every last one of these people. Let me read you this. Independent labs, Bill Gates, have found the sterility formula in every vaccine tested. After denying the charges, the World Health Organization finally admitted it had been developing the sterility vaccines for over a decade. Similar accusations came from Tanzania, Nicaragua, Mexico, and the Philippines. 
As RFK Jr. has pointed out, the way it works is, if any of any of this is false, then Bill Gates should sue him immediately for libel. However, it's not false, so he can't. Bill Gates has never sued RFK Jr. Why? I wonder why, why is the World Health Organization not sued him? Well, because the World Health Organization, once you put him under oath, just like all the idiots, like you know, like all the the Trump accusers, like you know, yeah, Brennan and Clapper and all those you know collusion hoaxers. You put them under oath, and you know what they said? What, what evidence? Yeah, uh, we don't have any. Yeah, well, the World Health Organization got put under oath under penalty of perjury, under penalty of felonious perjury. You know, some sort of world court, I guess. And they're put. Were there sterilizing agents in all of these vaccines? Uh, yeah, just like you, when you finally, after Planned Parenthood for decades has said they have not, they do not sell fetal parts. They do not sell fetal baby parts, fetal baby parts, body parts. They don't sell them. And then finally they got put under oath and I've shown it here at least twice. They admitted it. And one of them admitted they, they saw off human parts while the heart is still pounding facts, absolute under oath, pull it up. Those all conspiracies. All the, you know, all the all the Christians that quarantined and closed and are wearing masks right now, they consider it all to be conspiracy. Do you ever read the book of Revelation, chapter 13, 16 through 18? Do you that he causes all both small and small uh small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to put a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, that no one may buy or sell except him who has the mark, or the number of the or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. You, you think it's all gonna? This is all gonna be conspiracy, right? Or is it just your pride that gets in the way of ever repenting? It's a shame. It really is a shame. All right. Next up, Dr. Samadhi, tweet. Here I told you this earlier. Minnesota lawmakers now say coronavirus deaths could be inflated by forty percent after reviewing death certificates. We've been saying that. This right now, this chubby preacher right here in Inglewood, Florida, has been saying this for forever. But I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I do research. I mean, it's, it's countless. I won't go into it tonight. I will. I'll put once I get new stats. I'll do it again. How many car crashes? How many lightning strikes? Alcohol poisonings? Heart attacks? Strokes? People in hospice have been counted for COVID. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a video on Thursday from the from the state senator there, who's also a doctor, who's the one probably pushing this. It's absolute fact. They're counting everything as a COVID death. He broke down the numbers. I'll try to do this out of memory. But they, it's way more than people think it is. People think it's 13, 39,000. It's not. You get like 79,000 bucks if you clear a COVID case in your hospital. I'll show you the video when I, I just, I don't want to say the wrong, I don't want to give you an, uh, stuff that's not totally and completely factual. All right, from the, uh, this is from the Vatican. You can put up the picture there. Here's the Pope, Pope Francis. Vatican, okay to get virus vaccines using abortion cell lines. So there's Pope Francis, and he says it's okay to get a virus vaccine using abortion cell lines. The the COVID-19, Pfizer, BioNTech vaccine, they used abortion cell lines, aborted fetal cell lines to develop it. I'll read the article to you. Well, a very small piece of the article. The Vatican on Monday declared that it is morally acceptable for Roman Catholics to receive COVID-19 vaccines based on research that was used, that used cells derived from aborted fetuses. Guidance that came 
after some churchmen in the United States argued that such products were immoral. You know why? You know, are they immoral? Hey, put the picture back up. Put the picture back up. Put the baby picture. See if you guys can find it. There you go. Put it back. You know, I think it is immoral. I think, you know, see, the whole thing is this. There you go. You, you're going to pull, you're going to develop a vaccine line using fetal tissue research, right? It is immoral. Absolutely immoral to do it. Let's see, none of this is difficult. None of it's hard. You look at a picture like that baby. Put it back up there for me, guys. You you look up, do you kill that or do you not? Why would that ever be complicated? And you can bring it back to me. Am I male or am I female? Why would that ever be complicated? Ever. Why? There's none of it's hard. It's either you're a you follow the devil, the father of lies, John chapter 8, 44 and 45, and lie to yourself. All the idiots that are always, you know, kids in cages separating, separated from their parents, you know, at the border are all in favor of butchering that same child when they look like that in the womb. They're ignorant or they're stupid. Tommy shouldn't say things like that. It's facts. You are what you are. You're either right now, you're either a COVID capitulator or you're not. You believe that Joe Biden was elected without fraud, no matter, you know, I do, I'll just, I'm going to read this throughout tonight. Was Joe Biden elected or not elected without fraud? Well, here's, I, I'm, I put, I'm putting together my file. My files are dangerous, very dangerous stuff. Was there, you know, you'll hear mainstream media. You're either a liar or you're not. You believe Joe Biden was elected without fraud? Really? Pennsylvania. 23,000 absentee ballots have impossible return dates. 86,000 have extraordinary return dates. 50,000 votes in Delaware County on 47 USB cards are missing. 130,000 to 280,000 completed ballots were shipped from Bethpage, New York to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. No voter fraud. One, get this one, 1.8 million, 1.8 million mail-in ballots were sent out. You have to sign up for that. You have to sign up for it. 1.8 million were sent out. How many were actually counted? Absentee ballots. 1.8 million requested. 2.5 million counted. How many of you think, in that 700,000 discrepancy, how many of those do you think went for Trump? Shall we guess? Or could they have been on that trailer from Beth Page, New York? Hmm. Is this, is this disputed? That trailer completely disappeared, by the way. Never has been seen since. Amazing. Uh, Governor Tom Wolf mandated Dominion voting machines, not voted on by lawmakers, which is against the law, against the Constitution, against their state constitution, but that doesn't matter. Because you luckily you have nine capitulating cowards in the, in the United States Supreme Court, including Clarence Thomas, including Samuel Alito. I don't care. I don't care anymore. You're either standing for righteousness or you are not. It really is that easy. Well, am I standing for righteousness if I've closed my church because of COVID? Nope. Not at all. Read your Bible. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever's loosed is loosed. No plague shall draw near your dwelling. You can pick any verse and stand in it. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Why would, and not only that, but it's not even a hard challenge. 99.9% survival rate, 0.1% post-infection death rate, and you can't keep your church open? What would you happen if it was was real calamity? All right, from the Daily Caller, tweet. Nigeria sees emergence of possible new COVID-19 mutation. Nice job, bring it back to me. Nice job, vaccine people. Brilliant. Told you, it's, you, you will never vaccinate a virus. It doesn't work. People are like, oh no, we've had flu vaccines for you. They don't work. I mean, 
Anthony Fauci has never solved the problem in his life. Everybody knows that, right? I want you to think about it. He's been in, he's been in office, whatever you want to call it. He's been in that position for 40-plus years. 40-plus years. I want you to name one, one disease he's ever cured. He's an epidemiologist, America's doctor, right? Not, not, not real true Americans. Not the 75 million of us that voted for Trump, that's for sure. Let, with this, what, what has he ever solved? Nothing. So coronavirus is what? The common cold is a coronavirus. He's never solved that. But allegedly, in the last couple of months, this has been solved. People are like, well, Trump solved it through Operation Warp Speed. Well, Trump was, listen, I don't agree with everything Trump's done. <laughs> if I was Trump, he should have just taken, he should have gone, what is Sweden doing? That's what we're going to do. That's it. Simple as that. We'd be way better off right now. Way better off. He would be, he, he, we wouldn't happen to be looking at Biden's fake, stupid office of the president-elect insignia behind all of his press conferences. We wouldn't have to be looking at that. Like you tell me if Trump wouldn't have taken all these mitigations, you would have been elected. Yes. You don't listen. If you don't allow mail-in mail-in balloting throughout the entire country, Trump wins this election 80, 90 million to Biden's 50 million, something along those lines. (laughs) Trump killed Biden. Biden, Biden won, listen, Biden won 17% of the county, 17%. Barack Obama won 44%. I mean, come on. All right. But anyway, oh, back to the vaccine thing real quick. So Nigeria sees the emergence of a possible new COVID-19 mutation. You can't vaccinate for a virus. They endlessly mutate. That's why you have a flu A and a flu B. There's, there's a million flus. And people are like, well, I took the vaccine for flu and I didn't get sick that year. That's just because your immune system beat it. And nothing to do with the vaccine. Nothing. You just got lucky. That's why there's a lot of people. Oh, I got sick and I took the vaccine. Yeah, I know. It doesn't work. You can't vaccinate against the virus. It endlessly mutates unless you hit it on the money. On the money. They don't. They endlessly, endlessly mutate. Let me say hey to a couple people here real quick. See you guys on. I'm going to scroll down right to the top if I can. Wow, Wow, there's a lot of people on. Love you guys. Hey, Johnny and Lori. God bless you guys. Glad you're on. Linda C., glad you're on. Donna G., glad you're on. Hey, John S., love you, brother. Talked to you a little bit on Messenger recently. Hey, Ruth P., glad you're on. Hey, Lynn from church, love you, glad you're on. Patrina, good to see your name. I see you all the time, love you. Hey, Greg W., love you. Hey, Linda C., love you. David A., 30 other people watching with you. Awesome, love you guys. Hey, Heather, Heather J., Hildy S., God bless you. Sue C., Franklin S., hey, Barbara, love you. Pennsylvania, love you guys. Hey, Jennifer H., love you. Bless you guys. Hey, Heather, Kimberly, Kimberly E., love you. Elizabeth K., love you guys. Hey, Dan H., love you. I really do appreciate you guys watching. Seriously, I've been getting just hammered by Facebook. We were up. I guarantee if Facebook was monkeying around with us right now, we'd be between one and 2,000 live viewers. But every time we've crested above five, 600, they dash us. We've been, people are hitting share and it does nothing. I can't gain Facebook friends. They won't let me friend people. It's, it's so weird. I, I've been stuck at 4,900. I was at 5,000 for months and months and months. I couldn't add anybody new on my personal. You can listen. You can go on and friend me. On my Pastor Tom page. If you just put Pastor Tom Lipley. No, it's Tom Lipley Pastor, right, Hope? 
Uh, so you put Tom Lifley Pastor. You can friend me on there. They're still letting me add friends there, but they will not let me add friends. Or you can also friend, follow, like Foundation Church. But they've limited my personal page. I take all of you, but they limited me. That I got to the 5,000 uh, number, but they won't add, bump me back down. I add hundreds of people every month or so, and I never gain one. <laughs> so they're just that's just the way that it is and so we're getting hammered we're looking at tv and radio we will spin out if i wasn't being bashed by facebook right now this this message would be getting out to a lot of people because this is a message message that's not just about politics this is about end times new world order this is about the bible it's about following Jesus, about being obedient. This is about heaven and hell. It's about repentance. It's about the promises of God, that God wants you well, that God wants you prosper, and that God wants you to win every time. And by the way, it doesn't matter about Biden. It doesn't matter about Trump. God has called you to win. Now, thanks be unto God, which always has caused us to triumph. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. No matter what, you are called to win. You are called to be well, and you are called to prosper, period. I don't care what some Christian tells you from the past. Well, we prayed over sister so-and-so. It didn't pan out. Never let a human being's experience become your theology. Make the word of God your theology. Never make what you have seen be your theology. Make the word of God your theology. All right, back to the war. All right, uh, from Representative Matt Gates' tweet. The Democratic majority leader just beat his chest and complained that there wasn't a cola. That is a cost of living allowance raise for congress in the government in the government funding bill real quick is this short video this is denny hoyer that's the majority uh the majority leader this is the person just under nancy pelosi democrat he's complaining about just so everybody gets because it gets lost into congressional ease what he's talking about is why are we not getting a raise? And again, I know I'm beating a dead horse, or as 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 uh, Joe Biden would say, a one horse pony. I know that I'm beating a one horse pony right now by saying this. I meant that on purpose. I know that I am, but I, I just am stunned that Christians refuse to repent. That Christians strap on masks. I'm stunned. I, I know I shouldn't be. I've been screaming about this since March. I know I shouldn't be stunned by it anymore. I am stunned by it. I'm stunned to see any Christian. Believe it or not, there's an occasional person who actually walks into my church with a mask. I don't think they ever come back. And it's not, I don't, I mean, uh, I don't yell at them personally, but you're going to have plenty of anti-mask rhetoric coming from this pulpit. I promise you that. But I'm just stunned that you listen. Look at the goobs in this picture. I mean, they're all masked. And, this, and you think these people are out for your interest? Not one congressman. There's, they've shown up. There's many of them who have not stepped on the congressional floor for six months because of COVID. COVID. Oh, the ghost of COVID's going to get you. 99.9% survival rate, but it's going to get you. So they don't even come to work. Dream come true for them. And not one of them have missed one paycheck yet. They're making between $150,000 and $250,000 a year. They're not, they're not missing. Everything's paid for. All their stuff's paid for. That's just their salary. All their expenses are paid for. Their flights, everything is paid for. Probably their food too. Who knows? All paid for. I know they got a cafeteria there. All paid for. Not one of them has missed a paycheck yet. And you think that Christians, you think that these people, well, I'm a Christian. I don't follow Democrats. Yeah, you do. If you look like them, if you look like them, you are them. If you have a mask on, you are them. 
You are. But here he is, Steny Hoyer, complaining about not getting a raise after Members never missing a paycheck. In this bill too. We beat our chest and we have money in there that says we don't get a COLA. One more time. Aren't we so courageous? I'm disgusted by that, Mr. Speaker. I want all of America to know. I want all my constituents to know. Play back one more time, guys. Members are going to be underpaid in this bill, too. We Members are going to be underpaid. We have money in there that says we don't get a COLA. One more time. Aren't we so courageous? I'm disgusted by that, Mr. Speaker. I want all of America to know. I want all my constituents to know. There you go. They're looking out. It's all about your health, right? No, it's all. They don't even care. Look, look, how, look how whiny and complaining he is. And members, the, under, the members are going to be underpaid. Underpaid for doing what? Thomas Massey put out there are many Democratic leaders, maybe some Republicans, but for sure Democrats, Democrat, Democratic congressmen and women who have not been on the congressional floor for six months. Underpaid for doing what? For doing what? And how dare they say that they are underpaid when they have caused the permanent closure of 40% of America's businesses right now? 40%. Some of you don't get it that you're watching because you're watching this in Florida. And we have a great governor. And we had a great, what I, who I call America's pastor, Pastor Rodney R. Brown, who took the pinch for all the rest of us pastors so that we didn't have to get arrested. So we had a, we've had a state that stayed open. It's still very regulated. And there's masks everywhere. Bunch of fools. We can open safely. You know, take your opening and shove it right up your caboose. Speaking of openings. I just don't get it. I honestly don't. You look at those people in that picture, everybody's standing there with their masks on. You sound like that, and you have a, you have a, con- a congressional leader complaining about not getting his cost-of-living allowance after all these businesses are closed. I mean, it's all about your protection, though, right? Yeah, right. All right, next post. I mean, next uh, slide, guys. Rodney Howard Brown tweet. When I get up from here, and this Pastor Rodney is speaking on behalf of Chris Christie, who looks like there should be harpoons flying his way. When I get up from here, I might consider running for the president of the United States in 2024. If I got a life, he'll only do it under one condition. If I get a lifetime supply of Twinkies. That was Chris Christie after typical, typical Democrat. Listen, I know he's a Republican. I get it, but he's not. He's not a Republican. He's a hack. Absolute capitulating hack. I can't remember whether it's CNN or MSNBC that he's a talk. CNN or MSNBC, whoever he's a talking head for. All they are, he's got CNN or MSNBC's hand up his his puppet chute and they just talk right through him. You criticize the president now, Chrissy. Hey, Chrissy, criticize the president, the man who did everything for you, who put you back on the national stage after Bridgegate. After closing the beaches, he gets caught. Typical Democratic behavior. The Bible tells us not to be ignorant of the devil's schemes. Basically, they're the same every time. Listen, just because he's a Republican, remember remember something. Just because somebody's a Republican, it doesn't mean anything. They can be a Republican under the control of Democrats. Basically, it's what I always say about the nine, nine chairs at the table. Okay, we got five chairs for Democrats, four chairs for Republican. Who wants to be the Republican at the table? Well, you're still controlled by Democrats, but you get to go out in public and act like, a, act like a Republican, and then we'll tell you what to do at the last minute. We'll tell you what to do when it's really important. Occasionally, we'll let you get elected here and there. We'll let you put some legislation in so that people think you're a real Republican. But when push comes to shove, you'll do what you're told because, you know, you want to stay at the table, don't you? 
You want to be accepted at the table. You want to be you want to have, be considered to be wisdom and not a conspiracy theorist. So if, as long as you don't as long as you don't go into truth at all, Chris Christie, you get to stay at the table. That's why you're a spokesperson at CNN. That picture was taken right after he closed all the beaches in New Jersey, but he himself was spotted. Look at him looking up at the helicopter. Look at his goofy wife, whoever that is, looking back up as if these people are taking a picture of him under happy situation. He himself was on the beach. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? It sounds absolutely, I mean, it's just amazing. And I did not even put these in order. This is amazing because guess who's up next is Deborah Burks. Typical. There's Chris Christie. It's like Gavin Newsom. Chris Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, Bill de Blasio, Lori Lightfoot, the long litany, the mayor of Austin, Texas, the long litany of Democrats who stipulate Stalinist rules under COVID, over, un, under the umbrella of COVID. That's not their motivation. Their motivation is being a Stalinist. They get off on it. And then they do the exact opposite, just like Chrissy Christie. Right there, doing the exact same. You know, beaches are closed for everybody. Everybody but me. What's good for thee is not good for me. Well, here's Deborah Burks. And here's, here's, this is from the New York Post. Deborah Burks said she took her Thanksgiving jaunt to Delaware because her parents were so down in the dumps, they stopped eating and drinking, a justification ripped by people who said it was her coronavirus restric- restrictions that prevented them from seeing their own dying loved ones. In her interview with Newsy, in which the White House Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator, whoo, Task Force Coordinator, she flies off to go see her parents, who she doesn't live with. I mean, she's in her 60s, so her parents have to be minimum in their 80s, so there would be allegedly high risk, even though 90-something percent of all 80-year-olds who catch COVID, over 90% survive it. But yet, she's going to violate all her own rules. Nobody else can do it. Nobody, I mean, you got, if you do, Bill de Blasio is going to send the cops to your house. But not, not, you know, not Deborah Burke. She can do whatever she wants, just like Gavin Newsom, just like London Breed, San Francisco mayor. That, that, that was the nice little litany. You had Gavin Newsom eating at the French Laundry, sitting next to who, two health department officials. And then right after that, three days later, there was London Breed, mayor of San, of, uh, San Francisco, doing the exact same thing. And now you have the head of the coronavirus task force violating all of her rules. Play it for me. Time, And then I will have to say that it, this experience has been a bit overwhelming. It's been very difficult yeah, on my family. I think what was done in the last week to my family, you know, they didn't choose this for me. You know, they've tried to be supportive, but to drag my family into this um, when it's my daughter hasn't left that house in 10 months, my parents have been isolated for 10 months. Um, They've become deeply depressed, as I'm sure many elderly have, as they've not been able to see their sons, their granddaughters. Um, My parents haven't seen their surviving son for over a year. These are all very difficult things. All of which she and a bunch of Democratic politicians, along with ankle-grabbing, capitulating Republican politicians, politicians put in place it's so funny because you hear the democrats on campaign ads you know the country is you know suffering from uh, high unemployment and there are many people down drug overdoses and suicides and they're acting like they're the solution they're the ones who did it they're the ones who put all the policies in place where we have 
uh, 6.7%, something like that, unemployment, which is, by the way, the best the Obamas ever did. Yet, in order to get Trump into being as horrible as Biden was, Obama and Biden, as bad as they were, you had to actually throw the whole coronavirus thing at Trump to get him to be as horrible as they are. And he's still, he's outperforming them. I mean, if he was just left alone, it'd be fine. But here you have, she's talking about all the, you know, my daughter's been locked up for 10 months. You did it, Deb. You did it. You're the one who did it. Don't cry to us. You're the one who did it. My parents have been dragged doing it. We didn't drag your parents in. You did. You're the one who got on a flight. You're the one who flew off to Delaware. You're the one who violated all your rules. Nobody dragged them in. You did it. You created this entire scenario yourself then violated all your own rules, and now created a controversy for yourself. It's as simple as that, and now you're retiring. Good. Good. All right, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Love, love, love this woman. This is the great addition to Congress right here. Very cogent point here. This will never end. She's right. It will not end unless we stand. As the Bible tells us in numerous places, we need to stand. CDC. Until every person in the United States can get a COVID-19 vaccine and be sterilized, continue to wear a mask and oxygen deprivate by 30%, keep at least six feet apart for absolutely no reason. Six feet was made up by Anthony Fauci. Between yourself and others, avoid crowds and wash your hands often. Learn more about who should get vaccinated first while supplies are limited. This will never end until people take a stand. Until conservative, until conservative pundits. Stop saying 300,000 people have died of COVID. This is the greatest plague of our time. Knock it off. You're you're being a Goebbels. You're being a member of the Goebbels media. If you're a conservative, you're like Tom, you're attacking servants, you attack Christians. That's right. The worst of people, the worst among you. The worst. Out of Jude chapter 3 and 4. The worst among you are those who have secretly slipped in among you. Trading the grace of God into a license, turning the grace of God into a license for immorality. Right out of the book of Jude, chapter, I mean, there's no chapters, only one, but verses three and four. They're the worst are the ones who are on the inside and will not actually speak the truth. There's no 300,000 deaths from COVID. It's in, it, listen, it's the same as this. If you have 200,000 people in your county and 300,000 people voted. That's not possible. That is what is called fraud. It's not true. The numbers do not work out. It's not conspiracy. It's the truth. If you have 2.5 million people that died up to the end of November, the average, the average death count per year in the United States is 2.8 to 2.9 million. So you're going to have another two to 300,000 people die in December. Then you're going to end up with about 2.8 million. The same as always. How is there excess death? There isn't any. And you get one article after another. The state of Washington was snagged last week, falsifying almost 400 COVID deaths. Facts. Mainstream news. Facts. But yet you're still strapping that mask on. Man, the truth will never get in the way of what you believe. Just like the Bible doesn't get in the way of many, many so-called Christians. We'll never get in the way of their theology. I'm never going to let the Bible get in the way of my theology. All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. Holy moly, are we really an hour into this already? Whew, I feel like we've been, I've been talking for 10 minutes. 
How's everybody doing out there? I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Scrolling up here just to see a couple people. Hey, Ron. Pennsylvania, love you, brother. Lewis R., love you, man. Glad you're watching. Elizabeth K., glad you're watching. Vanessa C. from church, love you. Jacqueline D., glad you're on. Hey, Brendan M., glad you're on. Bless you guys. Dan H. again, love you. Hey, Cammy C. Ralph M., glad you guys are on. Hey, Penny. Hey, Carla L., glad you're on. Dylan P., glad you guys are on. Love you guys. I really do appreciate you watching. Hope you don't mind me yelling at you for two hours. Well, actually, my goal is to only do 90 minutes. That's my goal. Uh, oh, yeah, let me say hi to some YouTube people. Hey, Ron, glad you're on. You got YouTube's over to my right. Saved by Grace, glad you're on. John, my brother, man, you're always there, man. Love you. God bless you guys. Let's see who else is on. Hey, Teresa T, glad you're on. Sherry from church, love you. Glad you're on. Love you guys on YouTube. I don't really don't think I'm seeing everybody that's on YouTube. I think it's showing 101 are watching now on YouTube, right? So see if you guys can scroll those for me so I can see people that are actually watching. Yeah, just so I can see everybody. Oh, there we go. Keep scrolling. Oh, there we go. Okay, stop. Let's see. I got Bob on there. I love you. Hey, Susan, bless you. Glad you're on. Don't scroll anymore. I can't read it when you're scrolling. Hey, Wally, good to see you on every week, man. Love you. Bless you guys. Glad you're on, man. Seriously, thank you guys. All right, back to it. Here we go. Breaking 9-11. This is a bad, bad couple weeks for Bobby Barr. Oh, bad couple weeks for, for not Bobby Barr, William Barr. I was thinking Robert Barr for some reason. I don't know why. Outgoing Attorney General William Barr says there is no reason to appoint a special counsel to look into President Trump's claims of election fraud. Unbelievable. Back to me. Let's break out the secret file once again. Let's continue on with Pennsylvania. I already ripped Pennsylvania earlier, so we'll just keep on with them. 24,000 absentee applications were mailed out, received, filled out on the same day. They were mailed out. Received and filled out on the same day. Understand now, this go, they go through the mail. So they were mailed out, received and filled out, and mailed back the same day. That's impossible. 23,000 uh, uh, ballots filled out and returned before being mailed out to the requesting person. <laughs> Do you get that? Somebody requested it. It was, it was mailed out before and received back before they ever requested it. 23,000 times. But according to Bill Barr... There's absolutely no, there's no basis to put a special counsel in charge of, of investigating election fraud. 9,000 ballots returned in Pennsylvania, but were never mailed out. <laughs> there's 545,000 missing ballots in the state of Pennsylvania. Let's go to Arizona. There was a witness, 35,000 votes were added to every Democratic candidate in Pima County. <laughs> Absolute fact. Here's the interesting part. Registered voters in the state of Arizona, 3,262,000. How many votes did they get? 3,292,000. They had a 101% turnout. But Bill Barr says there's absolutely no reason <laughs> to put a special counsel in charge of election fraud. I've got a whole, I've got a whole file. I'll read more to you later. Bill Barr's having a bad week. All right, Washington Examiner tweet, more from Barr. Oh, it's the it's the oh, play the video first. Play the video. We'll go to the next. So I think to the extent that uh, there's an inv investigation, I think that it's being handled responsibly and professionally. Uh, 
currently within the, the department, and to this point, I have not seen a reason to appoint a special counsel, and I have no plan to do so before I leave. Oh, you bring it back you to know, me. There are fraud in You bring it back to me. So there you go. And I, and I could go on and on. I'm compiling my, I love lists. I love lists of things, absolute factual data that you can read down like machine gun fire. So Bill Barr, now gone, thank goodness, been gone since December 23rd, needs to be gone. He's an absolute weak, cowardly hack. He's accomplished nothing. I'm tired of hearing conservatives defend him. Listen, this was his time to shine, and he did nothing. He actually said that there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud. Do you hear what I'm reading? These are absolute facts. All right, here's his next statement. Horrible couple weeks for Bill Barr. No sign of improper CIA activity surrounding Trump-Russia investigation. The whole thing, Trump-Russia, the whole collusion hoax, back to me, the whole collusion hoax was started by John Brennan. It is absolutely, he says there's no, there's no evidence of CIA, improper CIA activity. That is, listen, he has one of two choices. He is either willfully ignorant or galactically stupid. That's all you can be when you say there is no evidence of CIA improprieties when it comes to the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. John Brennan is at the head of that spear, period. All right, last thing for Bill Barr. I want to cover them all in one fell swoop here. Attorney General William Barr says he does not plan to appoint a special counsel to investigate 2020 election or Hunter Biden. (laughs) Woo, back to me. I mean, everything. On his way out, no need to investigate Hunter Biden, who we all know steered millions of dollars to his father, the big guy, for Jay, for Joe, for big, for the big guy, got an office. He, he got an office for his father and Dr. Jill with a known CCP member. But none of that has anything to do, but, you know, Bill Barr doesn't see anything wrong with it. So no, no Hunter Biden investigation, no Hunter Biden special counsel. He's being investigated for, for his tax issues or whatever. We all know it's more than that, but no special counsel for it. See, special counsel into Hunter Biden would protect that investigation. And, you know, people are like, well, there's a lot of negatives to special counsels. There is, but you have to give them stealing this from Dan Bongino, full credit to him. You, these are what Dan Bongino calls new rules. Make them live in their new rules. If they want to put together Bob Mueller and his team of Democratic attorney hacks and hack FBI agents. And don't tell me the rank and file of the FBI is solid. It's just the leadership that's bad. It's incorrect. The FBI is corrupt through and through. I'm not saying every single person, but they are corrupt through and through. Why? Because none of them are stepping forward. I want Where's the whistleblowers? Step forward. Get on the record. Talk about the corruption inside of your national police agency. Nothing. It's absolutely unbelievable. But special counsel, see, that will make them, that will make them live in their own poop. Make them live in it. You know, you know, there's dogs and cats. They never like to be near their poop. You know, they'll poop some far corner somewhere so they don't have to live in it, smell in it. Make them live in it. They're like, well, we don't want to. These are your rules, new rules. Dan Bongino says, we win, you lose. Make them live. Appoint three or four special counsels. If, if Joe Biden takes office, then he, he'll he have to fire him, which he politically could never do. All right, Rodney Howard Brown tweet. Where is 
the social distancing. This video will make you puke as you see first responders, noticeably not social distancing, singing happy birthday to one Anthony Dwarf Fauci. Play it for me. back to me. I can only bear so much and I don't want to hear what he has to say. So the name one thing Dr. Fauci's ever accomplished, name it. He's the perfect, he's the perfect Washington hack at considered to be an expert and absolutely would, would a plumber be an expert if you couldn't unplug your pipes? If you couldn't unclog your pipes, would he be an expert? The man has never done a thing, but they see the, the rules of logic do not apply in DC. All right, John Solomon tweet breaking U.S. to require negative COVID tests for all airline passengers returning from Great Britain. Don't you worry, capitulating Christians. Churches that are closed, pastors that have led your church into mask wearing, habitual hand washing, and what I call COVID clumping. COVID clumping is when you make your church sit in its little clumps of people that they live with. They bring their own lawn chairs, everybody social distances, and they sit in their COVID clumps. Two, here's my five, I couldn't remember the time, the days. At 294, we are on day 294 of 15 days to flatten the curve. 15 days, and now you st- we are still, we are at a place where they're going to make you get a negative COVID test to fly home from Great Britain. You have to, and, and you all thought you were right. This is just to do with, you, you're out there, and you know, the reason I stay home is to keep people safe. And now look where we're at. Well, you want to fly home from the UK? You got to have a COVID test and it's got to be negative. You feel you come from the UK. I imagine this will apply to Americans too. I'll bet you that de Blasio makes it apply to Americans too. You fly in from the UK. Lots and there's a lots and lots of flights from the UK to the US. You fly in from there now. Don't worry. De Blasio is going to send the cops to your house. Absolute fact. I played it earlier in the show. All right. The Hill, oh, oh, it's just, yeah, the Hill tweet. All right. This is a uh, Senate Senator. Amy Klobuchar, this is a quote from her, I literally cannot believe they are not allowing for peaceful transition of power. What's been not peaceful, Amy? Play it for me. I'm going to be up on the uh, stage and working on this because I'm the ranking, highest ranking Democrat on the Rules Committee. So basically, Senator Blunt and I in the Senate um, are in charge of this. So we will actually be reporting on what each state says. Then you're going to see uh, where this occurs in the House of Representatives. If House members object, which they seem to object to each state, then if they are joined by a senator, and there's all kinds of rumors about the new senator from Alabama, Tommy Tuberville, if he joins them, then what you see is two hours of debate in each house, then a vote, then you come back again, and we could literally go through the roll call of states, and it could take over a day to get Good. this done. Do I think that's going to happen, John? Yes. No. It's going to happen, job Amy. to make sure that we get through and make very clear that Joe Biden won this election. Our Republican <laughs> colleagues in the Senate, including Mitch McConnell, have now said that that's the truth. Uh, I don't foresee this as stalling out in the end, whatever plots they make. All right, pause day. it, put the, and or just, yeah, we're done with it. This. All right, put the baby picture back up. There you go. Now that's what she, now this is another one. She believes, 
That woman, she believes that it's perfect. Amy Klobuchar, former presidential candidate, she believes it's absolutely fine by vacuum to pull out piece by bloody piece that baby in that picture right there. At all stages of pregnancy, probably even post-pregnancy. I won't speak for her because she's never been on the record for that. But in every other capacity, she would be absolutely fine with delivering that baby breech, piercing its skull with scissors, injecting a vacuum into its skull, and sucking its brain out. That is who that woman is. Which This leads me to one of my favorite tweets of all time. You put that up there for me. This is one of my favorite tweets. I think I laughed harder at this than anything I can remember in recent time. And Donald Trump put this up. Well, it happened again. Amy Klobuchar, and this is for my own personal amusement. I don't know if this will amuse anybody else but you, but myself, but I had to put it in. Amy Klobuchar announced that she is running for president, talking proudly of fighting global warming while standing in a virtual bl- blizzard of snow, ice, and freezing... Of- uh, freezing temperatures, bad timing. By the end of her speech, she looked like a snowman woman. Play the videos for me. So today, <laughs> on an island in the middle of the mighty Mississippi, in our nation's heartland, at a time when we must heal the heart of our democracy. All right, flip it to the next video. Knew- there you go. Watch closely. There we go. <laughs> That's that's who these people are. What she was talking about are Congress Republican. There's some awesome Republican congressmen like Mo Brooks standing up and saying we are going to reject the electors coming in and we're going to insist, insist that the electors be assigned to President Donald J. Trump as they should be. And that's what she's saying is never going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. Robert Patrick Lewis tweet. Has Pennsylvania bothered to explain how they received 700,000 more mail-in ballots back back then, back then they sent out? I've mailed, I said that to you later. The exact numbers are they mailed out 2.5, uh, 1.8 million were mailed out. 2.5 million were received. 2.5, 1.8 million were mailed out to people. You have to request to receive a mail-in ballot. 1.8 million people made that request. But 2.5 million mail-in ballots were actually counted in a state where Donald Trump lost by I don't not much, hardly anything at all. Do you think those 700,000 ballots went for Trump or Biden? I think we can guess. All right, from the Gateway Pundit. In a move that would make Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party gush with envy, the Oregon State Legislature took the bold move of holding secret floor sessions on Monday to pass a few bills involving the COVID shutdown. You can put up that picture. This is what it looked like outside the, outside the courthouse. They're holding, get this now. This is in Oregon. State, the state legislator, the, the, the bold move of holding secret floor sessions. Secret. This is the people's house. You have the right to be in there. Though the Capitol was closed to the public, and main entrance fenced off. Good job, COVID capitulators. A large group of patriots descended on the building to try and make their way in to participate in the legislative process, which, of course, is their right. They were met by riot squads from Oregon State Police and Salem Police Department. These officers essentially did the bidding of the corrupt politicians and worked to keep the public out. The riot cops deployed pepper spray and shot several people with rubber bullets, many of whom were seniors and petite women. Back to me real quick before we get the, get the video ready. 
Well, yeah, there you go. Here's I want to put this out there. Remember, you know, some of you, we got a little over 200 people watching here. I can't read how many we got on YouTube anymore. 106 people. So we got, I don't know, 300 and something people watching. There's some on Periscope too. So between 300 and 350 people watching right now. How many are new? I don't know. So here's the thing. I was a cop from 1992 to 2017. I retired three years ago. Full, full time, deputy sheriff, like Tommy Pastor Church. I did both. It overlapped for 13 years. I did both. So I understand law enforcement. I will flat out I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm all for defending the police, not defunding the police. But I can tell you right now that the police are at a crossroads worldwide, but I'll concentrate on the United States. They are at a crossroads. There are police. I'm, look, look, I'm looking at you eye to eye right now. Some of you are going to have to either leave your state or you're going to have to retire. You're going to have to stop being a cop. You cannot go. If you're going to enforce this garbage, you cannot tell people they can't go into a public building. Why, why would, what, what, tell me what crime, what crime they're committing. Well, they, we've been requested. We've been requested does not mean that you enforce the law. What if my captain told me? You can't enforce a law that's unconstitutional. Those people have a right to be in that building. As long as they don't go in there and, distru- and disrupt, disrupt the public proceedings, that would be a criminal violation. They have every right to go in there and watch. Standing, sitting, kneeling, whatever they want to do, they can do it. And by you enforcing what some governor, I'm trying to remember the name of the governor, is Kate Brown the governor of Oregon? Is that right? I think it is. But anyway, if you find it for me, just let me know. Just type me a message like you always do. So just because the governor or some city council member or some health department official tells you, we don't want the crowds in here, you can't enforce it. Yeah, but I was told to. You can't. Your governor, your, your governing authority is the Constitution of the United States. It's the same mindset. See, the, you never, never be ignorant of the devil's schemes. It's the same mindset that caused Christians to stop going to church and close their churches for COVID over uh, under Romans thir- uh, Romans 13. Is it right? Yeah, Kate Brown. Okay, got it. Thank you, guys. Over Romans 13. You don't, you're to obey your governing authorities? Yes, the Constitution. That's, who, that's who, the same Christians who send millions and millions of dollars to China for the underground church there for them to violate their ruling authorities. Closed here because Anthony Dwarf Fauci tells you to close, you closed. Or because your governor told you to. It's the same mindset. For what? Why, why would you, who... They have authority. You, they don't have authority to do that. I, 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 I'm actually, I'm stumbling over my words. I don't know how to put it into words. They don't have any authority. That's the only words I can come. There's no authority for anybody to close your business ever to mandate that you wear a mask or put on a, or take a vaccine. I don't care what Alan Dershowitz says. There's no authority, no way that anybody can force you to take a vaccine. You have constitutional rights. First, fourth and 14th amendment that enable you to keep your business open as, as you see fit. Period. There's no reason to keep people out of this building. And these capitulating, coward police officers, I hate to say it, it grieves me. I, I, I remember the day that I came out and I just thrashed the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, namely the sheriff, because they arrested Rodney Howard Brown. For what? They don't have any constitutional authority to arrest him. None. You may not, well, yeah, but the, the, the emergency council for pandemics told us to do it. They don't have a right. You have to amend the constitution period. 
You have to, that's a very difficult process, which requires basically every Democrat and every Republican to agree to it, which will never happen. But you can't, it's, it, they're going to try to take your guns away without amending the Constitution. Watch. Because some bureaucrat says it's a threat, threat to public health. The door's been swung open, and it's been swung open by the church. The church swung the door open. Okay, we'll close. You told us to close. The health department told us to close. So we're going to close. Well, the health department says the guns are a threat. So you're going to yield those over too? I remember the I remember the pastors. Well, this just isn't our fight right now. We got to be in this with, you know, we got to be community partners, good neighbors, and we got to listen to the the experts. We got to use wisdom here. Well, really, how's it working out for you? Well, here's how it's working out in Oregon. Play it for me. And they're trying to get into the building. I just flipped the go to the next one. There should have been another one outside that that building right there, but that's all right. Let's play that one. There you go. That's what it's doing. Capital is closed. The public to the public. They can't do that. Hey, hold on, there's a drop here. There's the cops right there. What are you doing, cops? What are you doing? What's your justification? Tell me what your justification is, law enforcement. What's your justification? She committing a burglary? No. She committing a crime? No. They have every right to be in that building. Well, we were told to keep them out. That does not give you authority to do it. Being told to do something does not give you authority to stand there with your PR-24 and assault American citizens. You do not have the right to do this. Hey, there's a big difference between what Antifa and BLM does and what... All right, go to the next one. They fight the system, the greatest... It's going to accomplish Okay, well, we attempted to legally and lawfully enter. This guy shot in the face with a rubber bullet. Allowed to be in by our Constitution. And any number of us were assaulted. Uh, I was hit with a couple of paintballs that appear to be filled with baby powder. I don't know. But it appears that we've crossed a line now where the police are going to assault citizens for exercising their constitutional rights. I don't know where it goes from here, but I know it doesn't get prettier. If you valued your freedom, you ought to come out and do something. Amen. There you go. The, the building is closed? Really? We gotta play that one. Same building. This is what America looks like now. You freeze that for me right there. You cannot be a police officer and take this side right here. You are enforcing laws that do not exist. You are putting yourself in personal liability, your department in personal liability, your state in personal liability. Every single one of those people shot in the face 
by a rubber bullet. I mean, I bring it back to me real quick. I just, I am absolutely stunned as a cop for 25 years myself that cops can't clearly see that you are being used as an anti-constitutional force in situations like this. And believe me, I'm, I give full respect and I give full airing to the cops, the sheriffs, and, and those that refuse to enforce COVID laws. I'm with you. That's exactly right. Because COVID laws violate the Constitution. Cannot close, you cannot tell people they can't walk in to a public building. You cannot do it for no reason. To watch a hearing. They weren't there to disrupt the hearing. They were there to participate in the hearing. You cannot do it. I always go to the next thing. All right, via Red State, this is a Rachel Maddow tweet. I can't believe I'm actually putting up a Rachel Maddow tweet, but I just wanted to see how ridiculous this is. And this is the side that you are on if you strap a mask on every day of your life for absolutely no reason. That's fantastic, Rachel Maddow says. And she's quoting Muriel Bowser, another hypocrite, non-COVID law follower, but COVID law enforcer, Muriel Bowser, D.C. mayor, in honor of Dr. Fauci's 80th birthday tomorrow, I proclaim Thursday... Christmas Eve, (laughs) Christmas Eve as Dr. Anthony S. Fauci Day in Washington, D.C. Unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable that we are at this place. All right, GOP tweet. There's no denying it. Put up there for me, GOP tweet. There you go. There's no denying it. The media lied again to protect the Bidens. Get the video ready. All right, play it for me. Go ahead. Unverified story about former Vice President Joe Biden's son and a laptop allegedly full of his old emails. It's a story raising concerns about whether it's real or just designed to sow confusion in the final weeks of the election. All the hallmarks of information laundering. There's no evidence of any wrongdoing. Engaged in no wrongdoing. No evidence of wrongdoing by Biden or his son. The Biden campaign says that this is Russian disinformation. What exactly do you think the Russians are hoping to gain here? The Russians. The Russians. Mr. Putin. The Russians. The Russians. Putin. The Russian. Russians. Russian campaign. The Kremlin. Russian disinformation effort. A Russian agent. Russian agent. Russia. The Russians. Russia's broader attacks. Russian government disinformation campaign. The Kremlin. Russian intelligence. Russian intelligence. Kremlin. Kremlin. Kremlin narrative. Kremlin. Kremlin help. And the Kremlin. No evidence of wrongdoing by Biden or his son. We cannot confirm the story. Biden's son, Hunter, announcing that he is under federal tax investigation. The investigation was established on suspicious activity reports regarding foreign transactions. Hunter's business dealings with Chinese nationals, including some flagged for potential financial criminal activity. Prosecutors in Delaware have been looking at a number of things, including uh, Hunter Biden's uh, business activities, principally in China. A grand jury tied to a target subject of Hunter Biden, but also now that the laptop is part of this. The feds have questions about whether tax and other laws were followed, those relating to Hunter Biden's business dealings in China. Hey, bring it back to me. You need to remember. Again, where's that baby picture? Get that up there for me. You need to remember that every single one of those people reporting to you right there about alleged facts about Joe Biden believe it's perfectly fine. They're so corrupt, they think it's perfectly fine to butcher this unborn child. Remember, that is the genesis. You bring it back to me. That is the genesis 
of these people. That's where they come from. That's their heart. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's who they are. They look at that picture and they don't see person. That's how, it is that demonic. And they're the ones reporting the news. They're the ones reporting it. And I'm real proud, by the way, we got 105 people watching on YouTube. I'm glad YouTube takes it easier on this podcast than Facebook does. So as many of you can flip over to YouTube, flip over. I've only been banned like once on YouTube so far. They took down, it wasn't even banned. They just took us down for a copyright infringement, which was bogus, by the way. It was a Trump video that he put out to the public. But anyway, switch over, get over to YouTube as much as you can. They're easy. Like and share. Share this to as many people as you can. Let's get the word out. All right, presidents who won Wisconsin. Put that, video, put that clip up for me or the uh, slide up for me. There you go. See these numbers. Now let's look at this together. Ready? These are presidents who have won Wisconsin. I'll just start. We'll start with Nixon. Nixon won 50. If you're going to win Wisconsin, the lowest in history, the lowest amount of counties won in history for somebody who won the state of Wisconsin was Obama himself. Look at the other numbers. Nixon, 55. Carter won with 39. Reagan won with 56. Reagan won again with 62. Clinton won with 48. Clinton won with 61. Obama won with 59. Obama won. Boy, he lost a lot in that four years. Obama won with 35. Trump won in 2016 with 59 counties. Biden won... (laughs) Biden won with 14 counties. But yet, Bill Barr says there is no justification for a special counsel into election fraud. The previous, the previous lowest amount of counties won for a winner in Wisconsin. The previous winner was Barack Hussein Obama, the most corrupt president in history, who got 35 counties. Joe Biden won less than, he won 40% of that. And people think he won. See, again, you look at a picture of a baby. You're so convoluted. You look at a picture of a baby, you say, that's not a child. That's not a person. You're so convoluted. You look at a a slide like that, where Joe Biden won 14 counties with a minimum was 35, and somehow he won. You see, those are the people, they just purposely lie to themselves. Their father is a liar. Their father is the devil who's the liar and the father of all lies, whose native language is lying. Again, John 8, 44 and 45. All right, for America tweet. It's the coast for Trump. There you go. Throw out these throw out these votes. Representative Mo Brooks, we the people stand with President Trump. For America, 3 million people properly voted in the state of Wisconsin. More than 200,000 identified during this recount did not, but those votes got counted. Our statute says that they should not have been. That, in our view, is a taint on our election in Wisconsin. Anthony James Trumpus, play this for me. Play the video for me. In Wisconsin, we just completed a we just completed a recount. We had more than 2,500 volunteers, or probably more than a thousand volunteers for the Biden campaign as well. Uniquely, we are able to examine actual envelopes that contain the ballots that are submitted by absentee voters. This allowed us to identify by person, by address, by ward. It's not conspiracy. The real names are in the record. And here's what we found. We found that there were incomplete and altered certificates. These are the certificates on the front of the envelopes that have to be exactly done correctly under our law. If not, those results may not be counted. How many of those? More than 3,000 of those identified by person were nonetheless counted, even though they are clearly invalid under the law. A second category. 
initials of clerks are placed on all of those envelopes. Why? Because the clerk identifies it having been properly received and identification is provided. That's the check in advance of the election. What did we find? More than 2,000 of those ballots in Dane and Milwaukee County had no initials at all, but nonetheless, they got counted. We also have special laws in Wisconsin with regard to voting in advance. We do not allow advance voting. We allow in-person and, and other voting as absentees. So anything before Election Day is under our absentee rules. What did the city of Madison do? They created a system where people could arrive at a park, hand in their ballots in envelopes five weeks before the election. They also created boxes no controls at all, just boxes on corners that you could throw the ballot in. No attempt at all. And our statutes explicitly say there are only two ways to submit an absentee ballot, in person or delivery to the clerk's office. That's it. Nothing else is allowed. And yet the city of Madison, we had 28,395 uh, I'm sorry, 17,271 ballots in this category that we identify. There are tens of thousands more because they commingled the ballots afterwards so we couldn't identify each one that may have been properly cast. Then we have an interesting category called indefinitely confined. These are people which the statute, I read from the statute, by age, physical illness, or infirmity, or are disabled indefinitely. Among those claiming this status, uh, so they don't have to provide any identification, among those claiming this status is one of the electors for Joe Biden, He's, who said, I can't get to the polls. We have poll workers who claimed it. We have people who went to protests, people who had weddings, people who had vacations, all claimed this status, I can't get to the polls so they were able to vote without identification. There were 28,395 people we explicitly identified. Finally, there are other categories in which as much as 170,000 other ballots were submitted without any application. In fact, they considered the certification envelope the application, though a separate application is required by law. Three million people properly voted in the state of Wisconsin. More than 200,000 identified during this recount did not, but those votes got counted, and our statute says they should not have been. All right, back to me. There you go. Does that sound, sound non-factual to anybody? Here's, here's part of my file. Wisconsin election fraud. Indefinitely confined votes skyrocketed from 60,000 in 2000. Remember, indefinitely confined means people that are in hospice cannot leave the house in situations like that. Indefinitely confined votes skyrocketed from 60,000, this is in Wisconsin, in 2016 to 240,000 this year. 60,000. So 60,000 in 2016 were indefinitely confined. Now there's 240,000 indefinitely confined people in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, and I wonder where all those votes get, went went to. I mean, they, they went to Trump. No, we all know that didn't happen. And how that went was this. The Wisconsin Supreme Court told the Democratic Party, the, you know, those representing the Democratic Party, you cannot include COVID in being indefinitely confined. You cannot include COVID. It does not count. It's for people in hospice. It's for people who cannot get out of bed, not people who are afraid of COVID. 
But what happened? The state did what they wanted anyway. Therefore, none of those electors should be certified. All those indefinitely confined votes should be thrown out and easily, since Trump only lost the state, lost in quotes, by 20,000, he wins by 180,000. It really is that simple. Again, I know I'm using this over and over again. It's very simple. You look at an ultrasound picture of a child and you say, can I kill it or not? If you say, yes, I can, then you're the ones that can come up and say, oh yeah, it's very logical that uh, the indefinitely confined number went from 60,000 to 240,000. That's how convoluted you are. Your narrative is more important to you than truth. Truth is. All right, Jim Hoff tweet. Far left Georgia judge says it's constitutional to keep voter drop boxes. And that's what he was just talking about. Voter drop boxes where there's no chain of custody, no accountability whatsoever to keep voter drop boxes open all hours, 24 hours a day, the judge says. Of course, he's far left. Listen to this. This is the uh, the stimulus package, the, the infamous stimulus package. De- uh, Gateway Pundit, Democrats' stimulus bill gives $600 to suffering Americans. Oh, just, let me address that. $600. Yeah, you can put that picture up, Nance. There she is on the House floor. If you look like that as a Christian, then just wonder who it is that you're, who, who are you following? The Democratic Party or Jesus Christ? If you look like that, if you have a mask on, but there's nobody, I mean, you shouldn't ever have a mask on, period, anyway, but... She has not a soul near her, but there she is. But the stimulus bill gives $600 to suffering Americans. 600 bucks. Bring it back to me. $600. The rent for this church building is $7,000 a month. And all these, the restaurants that are closed all over the place, not so much in Florida, but all over the place. You're in New York. You're in Manhattan. And you have a little hole in the wall restaurant. That's 10 grand a month. And they're mailing people and they haven't paid their bills. There are hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit card debt. And they're mailing people $600. I mean, $600 does what? I mean, these are the, these, this is the logic of these people. Dan Bongino says the dumbest people in the world are the ones that are put into elected office. $600 for, I mean, if you're running a restaurant that's closed, you used to make $10,000 a month, 5,000 of it went to your rent. And, and now you're broke and you're hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit card debt. What is, what is that going to do? You're on food, st- $600, and that's the only $600 they've mailed out in the last six in the last six months. For a country, that's $27 trillion in debt in printing the money that's backing the checks that they're writing, printing it. There's no gold standard behind it. They're not, they're, they're not everyone needs to understand something. Most of our money that comes from now is loaned to us by Japan, by China, by Great Britain. None of this is even money that we're loaning, that we're getting in loans. This trillions of dollars. We're three to three to four trillion dollars over budget this year alone. Those are not loans. That's printing press money. That's going that's a Venezuela that can never happen here. That's what every Venezuelan thinks. That's what they thought in Greece, too, and they went bankrupt. If you sit here and you keep printing money, they're the first time ever. Uh the UK, England, Great Britain's doing the same thing. They're doing the same. They're just printing money. That's going to result in hyperinflation. Where you have, a, say you got 10000 in the bank. Hyperinflation means that $10,000, you still have the 10000 But it can only buy $1,000 worth of goods. And you worked to save that money. 
That's hyperinflation. Lawmakers, Gateway Pundit article, aren't even reading the bill before voting on it. Ameri- the rule is you're supposed to have three days, 72 hours to read a bill. You know how many hours they got to pass this omnibus stimulus package? Six hours. They're supposed to have 72. They got six hours to read it. Americans are only getting $600. So where is the rest of the money going? I have a list. Ready? $135 million to Burma. $85.5 million to Cambodia. $25 million to the Kennedy Center for Arts. $1.4 billion for Asia Reassurance Initiative Act. $130 million to Nepal. $700 million to Sudan. $250 million in, uh, in Palestinian aid, $25 million for gender programs in Pakistan, another $40 million, it was $40 million, I said $25, $40 million was set aside for the Kennedy Center. Here's the bill right here being rolled down the hallways in the Capitol. Play that for me. There's six, it's 6,000 pages. It's 5,600 and something pages long. That's, that's the bill. That's the stimulus. That, that's what it takes. Who read it? Bring it back to me. Let me ask you a question. Who has ever read a book that was 6,000 pages? You have, you have 72 hours. They don't even give them 72. They gave them six hours to read that thing that they're wheeling down the hallway. And this is bad. And it was like, it was, I can't remember the exact amount. It was, not, it was 99 billion went to the alleged stimulus out of 2 billion. And out of that 99 billion, I can't remember, it's a small little portion, small little portion that goes to your $600 checks for people hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. People who are, their kids. Listen, if there wasn't a local food bank, people in America would be starving right now to death. They're out of work. I mean, a lot of us, we don't get it. These people, they're destroyed. They can't come back. They can start getting, they can start to rebuild, start getting, try to get, where are you going to get a job at in Washington, state of Washington, under Jay Inslee, in Oregon, under Kate Brown, everything, they're closed. You can't move, who's going to buy, who's going to want to buy a house in Oregon? Who want to, are you going to sell your condo in New York? Who to who? Who would move to New York? It's over for these people. They've lost everything and they get, they've lost there's people who've lost hundreds of thousands. There's people who've lost tens of thousands. There's people that have lost millions and they get a check for $600. $600? This is how galactically stupid and corrupt the Congress and the Senate are. And that includes Republicans because all but six Democratic senators, I mean, Republican senators, signed this atrocity. Only six didn't sign it. All right, Kyle Mann tweet. Even if American, American, I don't know, even if every American, I couldn't see the first part, receives $600, they won't. That would be $198 billion. This is the numbers I was looking for. Only a group as corrupt and inept as Congress could spend $900 billion to give out $198 billion. That was the numbers I was looking for. I just didn't want to give inaccurate information. So the bill's for $900 billion, and only $198 billion goes to you. The rest of it goes overseas. Goes overseas. All right. Thomas Massey tweet, this is somebody you definitely need to follow on Twitter. I'm telling you, this is one of the few righteous people on the Hill. Reminder, the House has a rule to give everyone 72 hours to read the bills. Every Democrat in the House voted to suspend that rule, and that's why we're voting on a 5,500-plus page bill tonight with less than eight hours to read it. Facts! That's it! That's what's really going on in our country right now. Bridget Gabriel tweet. 
Thank you to all the six patriots in the Senate. These are who I was talking about who did their job. Marsha Blackburn, Tennessee, Rand Paul, Kentucky, Rick Scott, Florida, Ron Johnson, Wisconsin, Mike Lee, Utah, Ted Cruz, Texas. It was a 6,000 page bill. Shame on those who voted for it. What exactly did you vote for? The, all the re- Again, I go in descending order. Christians first, conservatives, Republicans, they all get bashed in that order. What exactly did you vote for? They don't even know. You had less than eight hours to read a 6,000-page document? All right, Tom Elliott tweet. Fox News' Tucker Carlson details how the left-wing, objectively racist, critical race theory is infecting and ruining the United States military. Play it for me from the start. When it comes to hiring cabinet secretaries, outdated ideas about the common good no longer play a role. This is the ugliest kind of race politics, dividing up the spoils along color lines. If you want the job, you had better look like me. How did a country as impressive as ours get to a place this low? As with all journeys, the answer is slowly and then all at once. But we've definitely arrived. To our leaders, identity is all that matters. That's official. Watch America's highest ranking guilty white guy explain how he's hiring the people who will run the federal agencies. Today, uh, the announcement, we will make this the sixth African-American, the sixth of African-American members of our cabinet, which is a record. After today, our cabinet won't just be one of or two precedent-breaking appointments, but 12, including today's long overdue appointment of the first Native American cabinet secretary. Already, there are more people of color in our cabinet than any cabinet ever, more women than ever. Again, Joe Biden isn't even bothering to try to convince you that he's choosing the most competent people for key jobs. Instead, he's telling you what they look like. Their appearance is what matters. It's all that matters. So it turns out your mother was wrong. You can judge a book by its cover. In fact, you're now required to. Now back to me real quick. What are the consequences of this? What happened to hiring the best people for the job? That's gone now. Absolutely gone. All right, play the next one for me, 604. Or many like him. And so the brain virus spread throughout the U.S. military. This summer, the U.S. Army's so-called Operation Inclusion instructed soldiers that the phrase make America great again was a form of, quote, socially acceptable covert white supremacy. A presidential campaign slogan was white supremacy, according to the Army. Again, no one did anything about that. Now, according to the Army's equity and inclusion agency, and yes, they have one. The phrases, all lives matter, American exceptionalism, and the celebration of Columbus Day are racist. This is from the army. The people are supposed to be protecting you. The head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, Lieutenant General Robert Ashley, recently encouraged his employees to read the lunatic track, White Fragility, by Robin DiAngelo, a book that is inherently bigoted and also stupid. Again, this is the military supposed to be protecting you. Instead, they're reading White Fragility. Over the summer, Caleth Wright, the chief master sergeant of the Air Force at the time, proclaimed on Twitter that his greatest fear was that one of his airmen might be killed by a racist cop. Not killed by the Chinese military, but by American racism. And so on. Where does this end? Can you protect a nation with a military like this? And the answer to that is absolutely not. From PJ Media, Seattle Councilwoman, her name is Lisa Herbold, 
calls cops she wants to defund. A city, a Seattle City Councilwoman called the police to her home Friday to report a crime. She is effectively trying to legalize. Lisa Herbold phoned authorities on Friday after a man reportedly threw a rock through her living room window. My North, my Northwest reported. The councilwoman said she was on the west side of the living room near the kitchen when she heard a loud noise that sounded like a gunshot and dove into the kitchen for cover. The irony is that under a proposal introduced by Herbold, the city councilwoman, the suspect could avoid criminal charges if caught. Under the legislation, charges against most misdemeanor suspects could be dismissed if they can show symptoms of mental illness or addiction or if they can prove the crime provided for a for a need to survive. A so-called Poverty defense. See, I go ball. I, listen again. When the cops need to be defended, I defend them. When they're being unconstitutional, I attack them. That's what. That's what's called being a principled person. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. What's true is true, and what's not is not. You don't do it well because I was a cop for 25 years, and I'm going to defend everything cops do. That means you're immoral. You're unprincipled. That's how the Democrats are. They will support a Democrat. If the Democrat came out and said, I am pro but you know, puppy butchering every day of my life, they would support him because they know that person's actually pro butchering baby, so they gotta support that person. All right, this is from Michael Knowles. I'm gonna read you the tweet and I'm gonna show you this video. Michael Knowles, Senator Rand Paul on COVID relief bill. Why not? Why why stop at six hundred a person? Why not a thousand? Why not two thousand? Play it for me. They don't believe in. This bill is free money for everyone. Proponents don't care if you're fully employed or own your own house or own your own business. Free money for everyone, they cry. And yet, if free money were the answer, if money really grew on trees, why not give more free money? Why not give it out all the time? Why stop at $600 a person? Why not $1,000? Why not $2,000? Maybe these new free money Republicans should join the Everybody Gets a Guaranteed Income Caucus. Why not $20,000 a year for everybody? Why not $30,000? If we can print up money with impunity, why not do it? The Treasury can just keep printing the money. That is, until someone points out that the emperor has no clothes and that the dollar no longer has value. To so-called conservatives who are quick to identify the socialism of Democrats, if you vote for this spending monstrosity, you are no better. When you vote to pass out free money, you lose your soul and you abandon forever any semblance of moral or fiscal integrity. So the next time you see Republicans in high moral dudgeon, claiming and complaining about spending of Democrats and socialism, remind them. Remind them if they supported this monstrous bill that really the difference between the parties is less Adam Smith versus Marx and more Marx versus Ingalls. How bad is our fiscal situation? Well, the federal government brought in $3.3 trillion last year and spent $6.6 trillion. The deficit last year, a record-busting $3.3 trillion. If you're looking for more COVID bailout money, we don't have any. The coffers are bare. We have no rainy day fund. We have no savings account. Congress has spent all the money long ago. The economic damage from... 
I invite, listen, I invite you all, please watch that entire speech. It's only seven minutes long. It's double what I just showed. You've got to watch it. It's absolutely riveting. It should bother people. It should, it should greatly bother you that we brought in, I'm just going to make the number simple, $3 trillion and spent $6 trillion in 2020. That should greatly bother people. It had nothing to do with COVID. Our budget is about $4 trillion. We were slated, including President Trump signed off on it. Again, I don't preach narratives. I preach truth. President Trump signed off on it. We were going to, we were going to spend $1 trillion over what, we normally, what we're supposed to spend. Instead, we spent about $4 trillion over because of COVID. We were slated just under normal, just our normal bill, our normal bills that were passed, our budget bills were passed. We were slated to spend $1 trillion over what we bring in. But because of COVID, we spent $4 trillion over what we bring in. Absolute fact. All right, uh, Lauren uh, Bobart tweet. You need to look at this. Look at the depth of this. Stimulus checks are basically Amazon gift cards. Since Democrats have closed almost all the local businesses, the best possible stimulus is reopening the economy. Let me let me explain that to you. Stimulus checks are basically Amazon gift cards. Why? Because it's just like social media. There's people. I my career is not social media. I don't get any money out of doing this. Nothing. I get paid from the church now before I got paid from law enforcement primarily and some from the church. So my money comes from my own ministry. I don't get paid here. There's other people that have absolutely built their careers on social media, built it. You know, they work hard at these, these podcasts I'm doing right now. It may not appear this way, but it takes me 10 to 15 hours per, per podcast to put one of these things together. Not to mention my, there's three people that are working behind the cameras right now. So, it actually costs, costs my ministry money to put, but I don't make anything off of it. But other people do this their whole life, and they put in lots and lots of work to do it. And then they can just be arbitrarily shut down. See, it's the same principle behind the stimulus and behind Amazon and behind all these COVID lockdowns. If, if all you have, if you built your business on social media, and that's all that you have, and then social, or you're a pastor who's preaching now out of Zoom messages, and Zoom is actually a Chinese owned company run, you know, run by Americans, I guess, sort of it, you know, at least the moral uh, fact checking and the what's right and what's wrong, wrong speech, right speech is done by Americans under zoom. And there's been pastors that have preached the wrong thing in their zoom messages and been taken down live. Then when somebody has all the power like Facebook, like Twitter, like YouTube, and they can just ruin your career Right, because all they have to do is say you violated our community standards. It will go that way with Amazon too. You don't think so? You you think Jeff Bezos is a moral man? I won't put the picture up of the baby again because I put it up forty seven times. But he's fine with butchering that baby too. That's where he launches from. He's the owner of the Washington Post, one of the most corrupt media agencies in the in the world. Really, he owns them now. But the thing is, what they want to do is get it to where you only have one source. If your whole career depends on Facebook and social media, and they, they can tell you what to say then. Because your only choice, if I got banned off of Facebook or YouTube today, I'm okay. Other people lose everything. Alex Jones lost tens of millions of dollars when he got banned off of YouTube and Facebook. Tens of millions of dollars. He refuses to capitulate. A lot of the conservative pundits though, because they know that it'll cost them, they're not going to talk about the COVID death count. Is 300,000 really accurate? They won't do it because they know that might violate somebody's community standards and they're off. 
See, the same thing will happen. If the only place that you can shop is Amazon, they have all the leverage. They'll refuse to deliver to you because you talked about the COVID death count, because you allege that there's election fraud, because you're pro-life, because you are pro-Second Amendment. Whatever it is, they can do whatever they want because there's nowhere else to freaking go. That's the plan behind all of this. You think it was all, you know, still, I just, I, it just boggles my mind how Christians can't see this. That's how the mark of the beast will work. It will be the only way to be fed. And that's the point of closing all these businesses. Then all you can do is go to Amazon and Amazon can say no. They're a private business. Like Facebook and Facebook has banned me a couple times. Is that, what was I supposed to do with this? They're a private business. There needs to be Section 230 reform, but that's for another night. That's what's behind this capitulating, ankle-grabbing Christian quarantine mom. This what's behind all this. Wait till, the, wait till it comes for you. And a lot of Christians who don't think they'll take the mark will take the mark. Most will. The love of most, Matthew 24, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And I know a lot of you think you'll be gone by the time the mark comes around. Believe whatever you want. I'm just telling you. I've read the book of Revelation. I do not see it that way at all. I'm telling you right now, there will be Christians fullback style knocking unbelievers out of the way to run to the beat, to take the mark of the beast because Amazon or whatever company it is says, you know what? Unless you agree to our terms, we will not deliver packages to your door. Rodney Howard Brown said this the other day in a message that he was preaching for all the pastors that took the triple P money, paycheck protection program, PPP money, that took that money. And now you're hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in debt to the federal government. And they tell you, you know what? You will open transgender bathrooms starting today. You'll have to do it. You will. Play that video for me. Freedom. For a number of years now, we've made it socially illegal for you to say Merry Christmas. We've exchanged it with Happy Holidays and you went with it. Thank you for helping our efforts to erase religion because you can't have communism with freedom of religion. <laughs> we wouldn't want people following the Lord's guidance over our guidance. Oh yeah, and all churches are closed for the foreseeable future. I love a good coincidence. And then the three wise men greeted baby Jesus. Ah, I don't think we need to hear any more about that guy. But would you like to hear more about how your government is great and protects you? Well, they've scared you, so you're scared. And now they're protecting you from what they told you to be scared of. And that makes them great and trustworthy. And it's communism. Wait, communism? But I thought all these restrictions were about a virus. Sure they are. This year, don't leave your home, don't gather, wear a mask, and there will be no dancing and no singing because it's not safe. However, what is allowed is fear, obedience, isolation, poverty, and therefore a growing dependency on your government. Because that all seems safe. And it would also be great if you could pretend that this year's restrictions are just going to be for this year. Because, of course, we'll be glad to hand you your freedoms back after we've taken them. So for the holidays, please keep being obedient and handing us your freedoms. You're doing a great job of doing your part. As your supreme leaders, we wish you a very merry communist Christmas. 
All right, back to me. Listen, I love all of you. 3385 South Access Road tomorrow morning. Foundation Church. Google it. See how far we are away from you. If you can join me here tomorrow, 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, 11, 15 a.m., two services. If you like the Bible preach, preached unfettered, I don't care. I preach the word of God. If you want that, find out how far we are away. And get here, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, get to the River Church in Tampa with America's pastor, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. Find evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth wherever he's preaching. These are men who stood up to the COVID totalitarianism. Never closed, never will. I never closed, I never will. I will never take the vaccine. I will never mask nothing. Join me here tomorrow, if at all possible. I'm within two hours of you. Get here tomorrow. Don't go to some weak-minded, COVID-clumping church. Come to a real Bible-thumping, flame-throwing church. Listen, I love you guys. I really do. I love you. Thank you for everybody who's watching YouTube and Facebook. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. Have a great weekend and be in church tomorrow. Amen. Bless you.